in case you missed it on Newsbreak. There has been some speculation, at least some concerns that have been thrown around. I know that recently at the Super Bowl, there was an ad for the QR code that bounced around the screen. And apparently that created a bit of a stir, you know, where there was uh, some people online that were on their YouTube channels, etc., that were talking about the risks around QR codes. The reality is that QR codes can be generated by anybody. You know, there's many free online QR code generating sites where one can, you know, create a QR code that is simply a URL to a website. You can create a business card. You can... You can do all sorts of things within a QR code. But do those risks exist within the South African context? So what has been South Africa's exposure to QR code fraud? Look, I think it depends on the use case. QR codes have been kind of popular over the last two years during the COVID pandemic, where they've been utilized for several things. You know, restaurants have used them for digital menus. So in other words, a customer will arrive and they'll launch their camera on their phone and they'll scan the QR code and it takes them to a website, which then presents them with the the menu for the restaurant, for example, as opposed to handing them a physical menu that people have been handling, etc. So that's for COVID concerns. There's other scenarios where it's used for access control, used for entries into competitions. um, And then obviously our scenario where it's used for payments. The point that we're putting forward is that if a QR code is generated by a trusted party, one of the bigger brands in South Africa that are facilitating QR payments, and you're using a trusted application in order to scan that, there's logic baked into that service that can verify the authenticity of the merchant as well as the consumer. Brett, talk to me about some of the methods that companies like Zappa would use in order to mitigate those risks. Every merchant that signs up with Zappa needs to go through an onboarding process with KYC and Fika, so they have to authenticate who they are as a merchant and what type of business they are before they can be onboarded and issued a QR code in order to start accepting transactions. When a consumer using a Zapper application or a Zapper-enabled app, such as some of the banking apps, when they scan that QR code, there is going to be a lookup that is performed against our system to verify the authenticity of the merchant and verify the customer to know that they are a trusted user. So when they try and attempt to process a transaction with a card that they have pre-loaded or stored in the application, you know, then they will be verified when that when that transaction is processed. If we deem there to be any risk in that transaction, i.e. we don't know who that merchant is or we believe that the consumer is not who they say they are or they haven't transacted on our system before or that is a new card that we, that we flag as being potentially uh, stolen, we will then prevent that transaction from processing. So what mm. should one bear in mind when it comes to scanning a payment QR code? So first of all, you need to be sure that it is, in fact, the payment QR code that you're scanning. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of brands in South Africa that the customers or consumers are aware of, Zappa, SnapScan, several of the banks, etc. When you're scanning a payment QR code, Typically, the payment experience will exist within the payment app that you're using. So it won't break out to a website and ask you to enter your payment credentials into a form on a website. If a QR code that is, that is requesting payment does that, then a consumer should be very, very cautious. News break. Lotus FM. Powered by SABC News.